This is our chalkboard. Oh. <laughs> Can you no. Can you see? Yes. Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 we are reading from Sri Krishna Lila Stava, verse number two. Uh, verse number one is Sanatana Goswami announcing his intention. He says, This summary of Sri Krishna's pastimes which follows the sequence of Srimad Bhagavatam, is written for the bliss of offering 108 obeisances. Sri Krishnasya Katha Sutram Yata Bhagavata Kramam Likyate Shtottarashatta Pranam Ananda Siddhaye. And this is verse number two, which is his first of 108 obeisances. <clears throat> Brahma Brahma Namami Tvam Brahma Brahma Namami Tvam Brahma Brahma Namami Tvam Brahma Atman Nandishvareshvara Atman Nandishvareshvara Atman Nandishvareshvara Atman Nandishvareshvara Nanavatara Krit Krishna Nanavatara Krit Krishna Nanavatara Krit Krishna Nanavatara Krit Krishna Madhurananda Purada Madhurananda Purada Madhurananda Purada Madhurananda Purada Okay, so he's offering obeisance and how he's doing it in most of the verses is with the vocative case. He's addressing Krishna directly, which means like we chant Hare Krishna mantra, this is all vocative. O Krishna. So this is O Brahma Brahman, O, o Atman, O Nandishvareshvara, O Nanavatarakrit, O Krishna, O Madhurananda, O Purada. Right? And then the whole book is going to be giving names, uh, describing Krishna's pastimes, but in the form of like they're his names. Yeah, so. And it's a summary of Krishna's pastimes. But first he's 
giving sort of more general. <clears throat> okay, so a bit of Sanskrit. Mm. There's a verb here somewhere. Do you know where it is? Namami. Mm. Namami. Yes, namami. And what does namami mean? Offering complacency. More specifically, huh? Or respect. Yeah, but it's a verb. So how would you express it? I offer. Yes, I offer namami, and he's offering obeisance to who? Um, to, to, to you, yeah, yeah. So this is appropriate uh, with the, the vocative for all the other names. So I offer obeisance to you, uh, who are Brahma Brahma. <laughs> now the. There's a couple of things about this. One is it's a samasa. What is a samasa? It's a technical term for compound. So it's, in this case, two, two words. Brahma, Brahman. <clears throat> it's Bra- Brahman and Brahman. But it's Brahma Brahman, and this is because when you have a compound, uh, you remove the uh, inflections, the endings of all the words prior to, before the last words. Right? Which makes compounds interesting because you kind of have to guess if you were to separate the words, what would the inflections, what would the grammatical endings be? And what that means also is it could be interpreted in more than one way. Uh, so in this case, Gopi uh, Paranadana Prabhu has interpreted Brahma, Brahman as the Brahman of Brahma, of Brahman, the Brahman of Brahman. <laughs> so he's made this into, uh, well, it's a technical term, a genitive tatpurusha samasa. Um, so he's taking the first Brahma as um, it would, the ending would be Brahmanaha, I think. Um, in any case, the first, uh, the last, sorry, the last term, Brahman, how do we know that this is in the vocative case? <coughs> um, <coughs> we just know because uh, certain words end in short A and Brahman. Another word, um, which is to say that their stem form, which means the form without any 
uh, modification without any um, uh, any grammatical change, any inflection. Um, that's called the stem form. So some of them stems end in short an, and Brahman is one of them. Karman is another. We say karma, but the stem form is karman. Preman is another. Um, so in in such cases, uh, they're often the case the uh, in the vocative form will be the same as the stem. Yeah. So therefore, Brahma, Brahman. So he translates, O Supreme Lord of the Supreme Truth. <laughs> but you could say just literally, O, o Brahman of Brahman. Yeah. Um, but you could take it in other ways, as he says in his commentary. You could take it, the first one, as a locative uh, which would be Brahmane. And then it's um, O Brahman within Brahman. O Brahman within Brahman. <laughs> o, o essence of Brahman or something like that. So like that, uh, one can actually get quite creative in translating Sanskrit, especially the the... Uh, when there are these compounds. Okay, Brahma Brahman Namami Tvam Atman uh, Again, the word at, Atma <clears throat> in nominative Atma in the stem form is Atman and so also in the vocative form Atman. So literally you can say O oh, oh Self uh, Nandishvara translates it as O Supreme Soul which we could object to because we could say where is the word supreme it just says Atman it doesn't say Paramatman but he decides well he's addressing Krishna and we know Krishna is the supreme soul, the Paramatma, so it must mean in this case uh, Paramatma. And then Nandishvareshvara is uh, actually a compound of three words, uh, Nandi, Ishvara, and Ishvara. So a natural way of taking this would be, you could take it in different ways, but we can take it this straightforward way of the Ishvara, of the Ishvara, of Nandi. Right. So, uh, who is who is Nandi? <laughs> yeah. And so Nandi Ishvara means Shiva. Yeah, the Lord of Nandi, and uh, Ish, Ishvara Ishvara 
would be the Lord of the Lord. Right? But why is it uh, Ishvareshvara? What's that E? Any ideas? <laughs> uh, this is following Sunday rules. The Sunday rules are the rules, there's a technical term in English, but it's how do you combine words uh, so that it, they're easy to pronounce? One word, how do you change the sound at the end of one word to make it easy to go with the sound of the beginning of the next word? That's Sunday. Sunday means bringing together. And so uh, the last word is Ishvara, and the word before it is Ishvara. So you have an A and uh, an A ending and an E beginning long I. So it would be, if you separated, it would be Ishvara, Ishvara, right? But to pronounce Ishvara, Ishvara is a big effort for your mouth. <laughs> you have to go from A to E. And uh, the grammarians like to minimize effort in the mouth. <laughs> so, so the rule is to go from A to E. You change the two of them and you make them into E. There's a rule. Nandeshvara. So we also have Yogesh. Yogeshvara. Um, yeah, Krishna is Yogeshvara. Yatra Yogeshvara Krishna Yatra Parta Danurdana. Yoga Ishvara. He's the Lord of Yoga. Uh, another name of Krishna would be Yogishvara, which would be Lord of Yogis, Yogi Ishvara. Okay, then Nan, uh, yeah, then Nan Avatara Krit. So Krit uh, means maker, doer, accomplisher, one who accomplishes. And this is again, uh, mm, I think it's the stem form, crit. Uh, and so that gets the same ending for the mm, vocative form. So, O doer, O maker, maker of what? Nana avatara. Uh, nana means something like many or mm, can be more like various ah, okay. assorted or various uh, and avatara we know um, so the doer the maker of various avatars you could say. And here he translates 
author of many incarnations. <laughs> Krishna is Krishna. Oh, Krishna. That's easy. Uh, and then Madhurananda. How would you translate that? Happiness of sweetness. Huh? Happiness of the sweetness. Happiness of the sweetness. <laughs> okay. Any other ideas? Sweet happiness. <laughs> sweet, sweet bliss. <laughs> oh, you who are sweet bliss. <clears throat> Could also be, oh, you who's whose ananda is is madhura, is sweet. Mm. Um, And that would be what's called a bahuvrihi compound. Bahuvrihi literally means much rice. And much rice is an example of a certain kind of compound where you're referring, in this case, to a wealthy person. And you call that person, oh, he's, he's, uh, that's a bahurihi. But he's not much rice. No, he has much rice. So it indicates possession of something. So ananda, one who possesses ananda, what sort of ananda? Madhura ananda. Sweet bliss. But um, he translates embodiment of sweetness and bliss. And so what he does, he, he makes it uh, what's called a dvanva samasa. And a dvanva, dvan. D- Dva means two, and uh, dvandva means means dual, I guess. So it it's a kind of compound which is a series, X and Y. So madhura, sweet, and ananda, bliss, sweetness and bliss. So embodiment. So because it's vocative, he's addressing him. Oh, you sweetness and bliss. Uh, So how to say that more nicely? Oh, you who are embodiment of sweetness and bliss. And finally, purada. Uh, any ideas what that might mean? Uh, what do we have? Um, we have the name Hari Hari Prada. What else do we have? Uh, Sukada. Uh, 
Sukhanda. Any idea what the means? <laughs> means giver, one who gives. Dana, from Dana. Uh, dana, yeah, I guess it's related. Duh. So again, it's addressing its vocative. So you who give, what what do you give? Pura. Any ideas what pura means? From purna. Related to purna, yes. What is purna? Full of something. <laughs> Yeah, full of, yeah, purnam, yeah, as an adjective, full of something, fullness. Yeah, fullness uh, would be as a noun. Uh, so you could say giver of full, of of completeness. Um, so Gopi Puranadana Prabhu translates fulfiller of desires. You who give, I would say more literally, you who give fulfillment, perhaps. Fullness, fulfillment. Yeah, so, O Supreme Lord of the Supreme Truth, I offer my obeisance uh, to you, Supreme Soul, Lord of Nandishvara, author of many incarnations, O Krishna, embodiment of sweetness and bliss, fulfiller of desires. Kija. (laughs) (laughs) Sri Krishna Lila Stava Kija. Srila Sanatan Goswami Kija. Srila Prabhupada Kija. Gaur Premanandi Kija.